Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, Colin Farrellingist, group datingist, team Tinoist, fish slappingist recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. Ever. <laughs> Let me tell you what this is. It's the it's the Loganist as well. Yeah, that's so true. I like I realized I had nothing and I was like, well, I'm just gonna go through my notes. Um so have you seen In Bruges? I have seen In Bruges. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. At least movie. in my memory, but it could be terrible. But I remember it being very good. Yeah, it's uh it's yeah. one of my wife's absolute favorites because when she was living in Europe, she went to Bruges and she said she hated it because it was the most boring place she's ever been to. And then that movie came out and it's basically about how it's the most boring place. But then, you know, the, the comical dark underbelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mean, so that was like the Colin Farrell redemption tour. Was that movie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. Good movie. I, I really want to rewatch it. And I've been, I've actually been randomly thinking about it and then when they were in Bruges, I was like, I mean, there's so many places that I want to go that like Bachelor Nation has been like, you know, they went to Belize and I've just wanted to go to be like, it's so unbelievable here. I can't believe I'm here. You know, they went to Banff and uh, I had never heard of Banff. And then mm. I was like, I want to go to Banff. Sure. <laughs> uh, but in Bruges, I'm like, like, I can't believe no one made an like, did anyone make an Imbruge reference? I don't feel like they did. Or did they? Did no, someone... I don't know. I mean, critically <sighs> acclaimed. And I wouldn't call it a box office smash hit, though. I think it did modestly well. I think it did well. Um, yeah. And it was it came out like 10 years ago. So, I mean, all these people were probably babies. All they do is make dated references on the show. And they can't talk about a good movie. Like, no, <laughs> they don't like good movies. <laughs> Heaven. They're like, hey, you guys ever heard an Anchorman joke before? The year is 2022. Let me make an Anchorman joke. That's that's kind of like their level. They brought on that insult comic, and I was like, what year is it? 1996? (laughs) Like, this is like so, so bad. I think I'm going to career pivot. I'm going to be the only active insult comic in the United States. (laughs) Well, yeah, that one guy is taking over Canada. So I guess you can have the States. I can Um, have the States. What a weird thing to still be doing when lisa lampanelli is like i'm hanging it up i'm not doing it anymore and yeah i can't still do it doing anymore it, like wake up <laughs> okay like hello anyway so uh logan is conflicted it is a very logan heavy episode and here's the thing here's my whole beef with this whole thing i don't get it like i don't get the appeal i i don't think he's like anything special so why do we all care so much come on I don't, I don't know. I, I think there's a couple of different things going on here. Obviously, no clear villain. The season needs a villain. Uh, there's not a lot of dramatic arcs that like can stick other than the ongoing issue of nobody wants to date Rachel. And then the other problem is, is, you know, from the beginning, they've been saying it's the biggest pool of bachelor contestants ever or whatever bachelorette contestants ever there's 32 of these guys what's gonna happen but realistically it's like no we we split them between two women and then we have aggressively cut them 
And then there was a super aggressive cut where if you denied a rose from the girl who chose you, you couldn't defect to the other team exactly. So all of this stuff is going on. So there's there's not a lot of guys left. And for Rachel, my gosh, talk about a shallow roster. Good Lord. I love Meatball more than anyone in the entire world. The fact that he has survived this long is a testament to how screwed up her roster of men is. And then there's Logan. And Logan is the only one with any kind of real conflict remaining, which is from the very beginning, which was like two weeks ago, if we're being honest with ourselves, he was attracted to two attractive women that he barely knows. And now he has made the decision to jump to the woman he knows the least as opposed to the woman that he has spent no more than 20 minutes with. So this is very dramatic. But the real question is, who gives a shit? Rogan, Logan, is a, he's a conventionally good-looking man, but he's not that conventionally good-looking. He's just a dork who brought two baby chicks uh, on the first night and was carrying them around. We don't know what happened to his chickens. Are the chickens okay? He's just a boring guy. I don't understand the Logan stuff. He's like kind of chipmunky. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like a little uh, chipmunk looking. I don't know. I'm not. I just, I mean. I appreciate the fact that he's been honest about the fact that he's conflicted. And I also appreciate the fact that when he is essentially breaking up with Rachel, he says, you know, I never thought a girl like you would ever even talk to me. And honestly, probably not. No, I mean, (laughs) Rachel's a good looking lady. Uh, I I don't, I don't know if I'd marry her, but shit. I I don't think she talked to Logan in a bar. (laughs) think okay logan is probably one of those people who like looks better in person Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like some people just like don't look as good on camera like and you hear that a lot like with bachelor nation and with reality tv and stuff um i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know how many reality tv facebook groups you're in (laughs) (laughs) i'm only in about six um but, you know, when when people in those groups have like real life encounters with reality TV stars, it's always like, oh, my God, this person is so stunning in real life. Like, that's usually mm-hmm. the, the comment that I see, which I think is really interesting for how much those folks like to face tune, you know, and they're like, wow, mm-hmm. they're like naturally so beautiful. It's like, why are you doing that? Um, so Logan is probably probably looks better in real life than what we're seeing on TV. But like seeing him on TV, I'm just kind of like, I just don't like, I don't get why it's causing this much conflict. Exactly. Like he, he's not that great. (laughs) Right. It's not like, like, yeah, I don't know. It's not like he's Tyler Cameron, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. And and physical attraction aside, (laughs) your gold standard. Yeah. Tyler Cameron is he's a he's a bronze god like he was chiseled. seriously <laughs> yeah and you know what Logan is he's fine he's a Wisconsin eight and when you're on the bachelor you got to be a Wisconsin 10 or a Wisconsin 11 I'm sorry <laughs> um, and it's and it's not even the physical attraction thing it's just like come on he's just a guy there's like you want you want a Logan I got I got 20 Logans on deck I'll mail you a Logan right now you can get a Logan anywhere we already have a candidate who went to therapy and talked about his growth. I mean, I know that's a Rachel. Mm-hmm. Well, but he's but he's going for Gabby, right? It's like yeah. also the pool of men for Gabby, I think, are better. Like oh, I feel vastly like superior. They're like so much more impressive. Um, I'm like, yeah, I could totally s- like see her ending up with 
several of these dudes. And yeah, I don't know there. And, but I know that there, it appears that there's more conflict coming for both sides and some more uncertainty. So who knows what's going to happen, but I don't feel like, I I feel like there was some creative editing to make it look like Nate's going to do something weird. I just like, don't see that. I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I just, I really like the guys who are going for her they have their shit together jason jason who's who i'm thinking of you know it's like jason like blew so many people out of the water in my brain and so i was just like i don't really know how you can top this um Mm -hmm. but anyway yeah like for rachel's side would i mean i would say like tino and i don't know who else like maybe aven um Mm -hmm. although it looks like based on some of the preview footage we've gotten that uh, Tino was unable to hang in the reality TV world, uh, which yeah, again I, is, is reasonable from the standpoint of being a normal human being, but not from the standpoint of the bachelorette and what it is. Yeah. Okay. So this, so let's talk about these interactions at the beginning. Um, so, so first of all, Logan pulls Rachel aside and he's like, okay, here's the deal. This is, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to explore this relationship with Gabby and I don't think I can explore this relationship with you. And he knew he would kind of be on the line and maybe nothing would happen. And he was like willing to take that chance. Rachel feels mortified, rightfully so. And she's crying. And this is like another rose that she loses, right? And another person that she can't get to know. Um, and then... Uh, oh, I, I've got a note that said, oh yeah. So Jesse came over and talked to Rachel cause, okay. So they were supposed to go on a group date. Uh, mm-hmm. and Rachel's in the hotel room and she's crying and she's just like, yeah, I can't go out there and be like, everything's totally fine when I just got rejected again, which totally fair. That yeah. shit. I mean, like this is mentally damaging. Also, I, I'm surprised. I mean, we, we see a preview that makes it kind of seem like other people are unsure of Gabby and it's more about like what, you know, her personality or, you know, her vulnerability or whatever. And that's tough because I think she's a really lovely person, but, you know, and coming from someone who like dated a guy at 19 who complained to his friends and he's like, she wants to like talk about her feelings. And they're like, yeah, (laughs) that's what dating is. You jackass. You know, Um, there's a lot of men out there who are just like, I'm not ready for being an adult. You know, like, I don't think Gabby's bringing anything to the table. That's like too hard to handle. And you can tell she's done a lot of work on herself and she's processing it and still some things are fresh but it's not like she's like trauma dumping by any means you know what i mean no. like she's just, if anything she's, it's just like she has self-esteem issues that are a little unresolved and it's sad because she seems so lovely but she's like i'm unlovable it's like no let me t- let me give you a list of horrific figures throughout history who are unlovable you're pretty lovable i'd say Yeah, I think she's great. And, you know, and it's like, but that's the kind of thing that's going to just like, will get better with time, right? But that's Mm -hmm. not like that hard to deal with. I don't think. I think it's like a normal thing to deal with in a relationship. It's like helping somebody through like a thing that they're stuck on, right? Like that's just part of being in a relationship. So if any of the guys are like having a hard time with that, that to you is like your ticket out of that relationship because- if they can't hang when things are pretty like base level normal, like they're not going to be able to deal with anything else that like life throws at them. You don't want to be around them anyway. Um, 
But so we know that that's coming, but it's interesting because it's like something always has to be going wrong with one of the women and I Mm -hmm. don't like it. And Rachel, like I didn't expect because Gabby is more like, like unconventional in a, in a personality way. I mean, she's like gorgeous, you know, what I mean? but mm-hmm. she's like, but she's like weird and is open about being weird. And we've had weird bachelorettes before. She's probably the weirdest one. Um, I thought that there was going to be more conflict there. So I am very shocked that all these people are rejecting Rachel. Who's like super duper beautiful and very talented and clearly yeah. smart. And I'm like, what? And the conventional you think you can choice. do better? Like, you yeah, think you this should is, do better than her? Like, come on now. <laughs> this is what the, the Bachelorette is all about. A career-driven, beautiful blonde woman who would never, under any circumstances, have a conversation with the average person that's watching this movie or this TV show. Like, that's that's yeah. what it is. And that's what Rachel is. Like, the idea yeah. of, of, like, approaching someone like Rachel Obama and be like, hey, hi, how's it going? Like, I would never in a million years. Like, I couldn't even fathom that. Uh, she's she's the proto. She's exactly what the bachelor uh, the bachelorette looks for in their their choice to be the bachelorette in a season. And I, I wonder if it's like that conventional look and and demeanor contrasted with the fact that I don't know. I mean, even calling Gabby weird is a stretch. She's just like, she's like a little goofy and she, she's she talks like Jennifer yeah. Dilly Tilly and yeah, she's she's quirky and she's yeah. She's, She's, she's pretty got a great normal personality. Yeah. Great personality. She's funny. Yeah. Great. And she's but gorgeous. I think like yeah. her beauty and, and, and the way that her personality contrasts with Rachel, that might be the alluring part for these guys. Cause they, they know what they have with Rachel, right? She's a pretty known quantity, <laughs> but they're like, Ooh, Gabby. <laughs> mysterious, uh, mysterious person who actually like puts it all out there. Um, I identify a lot with Gabby. (laughs) Like, I'm sure that surprises you. Um, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how I act (laughs) when I date and stuff. Just weird, you know, but like, yeah, Mm -hmm. controlled. I'm weirder. Uh, that's obvious. Um, but one of the weirdest people I know, damn it. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, I appreciate it. Um, but no, like, what was I going to say? Oh, there was like this study and I'm trying to remember what dating app it was, but there was a study that like, and I'm not saying like in my mind, like Gabby's a 10 cause I think she's got everything. So I'm not like denigrating either woman's looks or anything, you know, but this is like on a conventional scale, you know, like if whatever, but basically they did this study and it was like for people who are rated. And I think it was, uh, I think it was men or women. I can't remember that. But I was like, for people who are rated like tens, nines or tens or whatever, like it was some app where they were able to rate attractiveness. I'm really trying to like build this the right way. Um, so for people who are rated like nines or tens or something like that, like they didn't get as many messages. But the people who were kind of like maybe like fives to eights or whatever got the mm-hmm. most messages, especially if they had kind of a unique feature like tattoos or like colored hair or Mm -hmm. piercings or whatever, like something that was distinctive and stood out. Um, God, I wonder if I could find that study fast, but it was something I'd heard like a number of years ago. And I was like, that makes sense. So basically the idea behind it was uh, people on dating apps just think 
that those like really gorgeous folks are just completely unattainable. And mm-hmm. so they're not even going to try to reach out to them. Um, but they figure they have a shot with somebody who like looks a little unconventional and different. So they'll send a message to them and kind of shoot their shot there. And as yeah. someone who was on Tinder, I can confirm that I received many, many, many messages. <laughs> so I've never done I, the dating apps, but I mean, that makes sense because I mean, you uh, heard about my escapades like years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Have I, I ever, <laughs> but you know, it's like, I showed my tattoos and I had like colorful hair and, you know, piercings and stuff. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if that's why I got so many messages because people mm-hmm. were like, yeah, that's like attainable. <laughs> I could reach I could reach out to someone like that. Like she seems approachable, you know? Yeah. Well, you um, seem like a person that that's, you could have a conversation with. But again, like Rachel, I, just, you. I don't know. I don't even know what to talk to you about. I, so I think that. that's I think that that is the big thing. It's like maybe there's something mm-hmm. to that where it's like, you know, I mean, I think Gabby's really beautiful. Um, but she does have like she's like a little unconventional and in the world of the bachelor that's like very unconventional because you know they're just so norm core so Mm -hmm. she's like that dating i don't know this is just like a wild theory but she's like that dating app equivalent of oh a little something different um and i also wonder because misogyny is real if some of these men are kind of like getting getting something out of turning a super beautiful woman down yeah you know and they said something to that degree you know like when Mm -hmm. when there was like it was like well it's kind of unnecessary that you pose it this way or you serve it up this way it's like you know like pickup artist type of shit you know what i mean like i don't know if there's a little bit of that going on but i'm getting whiffs of that but again that just shows you that you don't want to be with somebody like that um and then on the other side of the spectrum you have someone like tino who is upset that there isn't that there wasn't a group date and it was kind of it was kind of interesting oh and also before i forget um one thing that i did think was nice is like logan went to gabby and was like hey this is how i feel and gabby's like i have to talk to rachel first yeah, you know, I'm not good. gonna, I'm not gonna do anything without talking to Rachel, and I do appreciate. And now I kind of have more confidence that their friendship is going to remain intact throughout the whole season, um, mm-hmm. because anytime one of the guys does something even vaguely shitty, they talk about it and they seem like a united front, and that makes me feel really good. Um, so Rachel skips the group date, and she's like, "Hey, if you don't want to be here, just go." <laughs> now okay and and it's like i would be nervous saying that after like a bunch of men said no to me you know i'd be like oh god yeah um and then this guy that i feel like we never see i think his name's ethan uh came in to kiss rachel and say nice words to her and i was like i really don't remember you at all uh but okay and then tino came to talk to her and he was like well i felt unseen um because i would have liked to date with you and like i get that because you have such limited time you're just around these dudes now you're trapped on a cruise ship with them even though it's a big cruise ship you're still trapped on a cruise ship with them Mm -hmm. and then you don't get to see like the one person you're there to be seeing like yeah that would be annoying um but you can tell it's starting to get to him 
And probably the producer said, well, you should tell her how you feel. And he gets the rose. And then Tino makes up a word. He said something, something was resemblant of something. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was was resemblant. (laughs) That was fun because when he said that, everyone in the room that I was in said resemblant at the exact same time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, resemblant. What is that? Um, Yeah. And I I put a word in here that I have no idea what this is. And I feel like that's a fake word, too. Um, but yeah. Oh, Zach is feeling a little like nervous, too, about the whole thing. And I thought Zach was definitely I feel like Zach and Tino are top two, but I don't know. But mm-hmm. I think they are. Um, then Gabby goes on a group date and they they do all kinds of Belgian shit. Apparently, they're like, we're going to we're going to do waffles. And we're going to play soccer. And then we're going to slap each other with fish. <laughs> love it. Love it. Why love not? It. Why not? And again, this is just all we're doing is is like the, the gulf between what Gabby is doing on the show and what Rachel is doing on the show. It just continues to get wider and wider, wider exponentially. And But I do feel like it's going to turn at some point is what I'm saying. You know? I hope so. I really hope so. Because at this point, I mean, Rachel's got some guys no offense to like Ethan and stuff, but it's just like, dude, you like people like Ethan and meatball have essentially just gone through the obstacle course, the bachelorette. And if it landed where they are (laughs) just out of circumstance, and there's only a few people left who I think are, are genuine contenders for Rachel. But yeah, it's like, gosh, I, I do feel for Tino a little bit. I think it's dumb to be like, Oh, you you made me sad by canceling. It's like, well, yeah, but uh, there's just like no one is spending any time with her. So I, I hope that they can actually spend some time where they can actually bond. But uh, yeah, on the other hand, I, Gabby had a lovely date. <laughs> yes, Gabby had a great time. You know, that's that's interesting. I think I I think back to seasons like I I just always think about a uh, uh, oh god, what's his name? Rated R, you know, and like he, mm-hmm. you know. And like the goofy shit they made him do, like go on crutches to <laughs> to go see Allie and stuff. And there's always, you know, and sometimes it's like a villain and sometimes it's not a villain. Right. Because like Tasha did it. She like snuck away and got time. And, you know, it's, it, I just feel like there hasn't been really any of that. And here's the thing that could have happened is when she's crying. Here's what Tino could have done when she's crying and cancels the group date. He could have figured out a way to get the producers to get him to the hotel room to go comfort Rachel. Yeah, How that would have been a better would move. That have been, yeah, that would have been like, wow, what a hero! So there mm-hmm, you go. Mm-hmm. Take notes, Tino. Uh, even though the show is already over, ah, <laughs> I just like I just like thought about all those people who think this show happens like live or week in real time. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes my my body hurt. Um. So then, okay, fish slapping. Oh, and then the guys uh, all gather up on the cruise ship afterwards. And, like, they're hanging out for the night. And then that's when Logan comes in. And they they do the, oh, thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're in trouble. Like, you just came back from the principal's office or whatever. And, um... And Gabby's like, so did you, did you all talk, you know, after he kind of was like, so I'm here now. And they're like, oh, okay, well, what does that mean? You know, she's like, okay, good. And, um, <laughs> and then some of the guys check in with Gabby, like, 
I've got Nate and Eric um, and Gabby's like reassuring them like, no, I'm here for you. But like, I have to explore this. Okay, it's fine. Um, and Nate gets the rose because of course he does because he's definitely the front runner at this point. Um, oh, I I wrote something about how Eric was annoying me with his impatience, but maybe it was just his hair that was bothering me. Who knows? <laughs> um and then oh okay and then we get to and then we get to the one-on-one with rachel first of all she's wearing a leather dress is she not amazing yeah i was like wow look at that and then she's like i've had a rough couple days in belgium and i was like and i wrote haven't we all um (laughs) and (laughs) i don't know why um but avon's very cute and they do the chocolate chop stuff and he can catch anything in his mouth which i would add to my resume if i were him because holy crap he's really good at it yeah, that's impressive. Um, yeah, she was like, how are you doing this? And I was like, that's a cute little party trick. Um, and then, oh, I wrote, yes, bitch, uh, about lace making. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's on my, because I'm, for those of you who don't know, I have a loom in my house and I weave. And I'll probably be weaving tonight after we're done yeah. recording. People um, are always saying, Sammy doesn't have enough. Uh, hobbies. We she needs get a more, more hobbies. She's What's very What's an boring. esoteric hobby that she could possibly have? <laughs> lace making is on the list. Um, yeah, lace making is very cool. It requires like a ton of bobbins and, you know, like a certain order that you like fold them over to, to get it to look like that. And a lot of like weaving guilds. And yes, I'm mm. part of a guild. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you like a Skyrim character? <laughs> Yeah, if that Skyrim character just weaves shit. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, like I, so in my guild, they have like lace making classes and stuff. So I thought that was very cool. And and when they were like, can we just take this with us? I'm like, you have no idea how long that took them. Are you kidding? They're not going to let you take that. Um, and then Rachel looked stunning and went full breakfast at Tiffany's for dinner. Mm-hmm. Like she just really leaned into it. Um, and then they had a really nice, I mean, I think that date went really well. It was, it was a nice date. I missed what Avon gave her though. It was like some kind of bracelet or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, I think he gave it her a bracelet. And it was something that like, wait, was it like his mom or his grand? I like totally missed it. Wasn't I it was... like something a family member owned? Yeah, it was some sort of family heirloom jewelry thing. I was shoving potato chips into my mouth at this point and complaining about someone else on the show. So, uh, oh, okay. I, 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 I miss. I was watching, but I wasn't paying attention uh, because I love snacks and I love complaining about Logan. Well, Logan does that. Yeah, yeah. Um, his mom made him a bracelet and he gave it to Rachel. So he there basically we go. Okay. is a regifter. So I don't know. About it's not even knowledge. family heirloom. Okay. So I thought it was like a family heirloom. It's just re-gifting, which is unacceptable. Yeah. yeah it's re-gifting, but it's, it's billed as romantic. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It seemed like very, I don't know. It was just like a nice date. They connected well. They seemed to have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it as much as like her with Tino. But I think he's like a very solid guy and he'll be in like the last three for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, gosh, I, you look you look at her lineup of men. Yeah. <laughs> Who else do you get included there for a top three? Yeah, but he was sweet. 
you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. And she, oh, and she did say that she could see herself falling in love. So he'll probably be top two. Um, yeah. So that was a good date. Let's see. Oh, and then, okay. All right. So Gabby goes on her one-on-one and it's with Johnny. And Johnny's another dude I just don't get. Like, I feel like I'm missing something. Um, big arm. I, is the gun it? show. Maybe. I always forget he's got big arms. Um, oh, no way. I, Tyler has bigger arms than him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. with Johnny. Johnny, I think his appeal is primarily, I mean, he's he's cut, but so is most of the guys on here. Um, I think with Johnny, it's he looks like a 90s teen heartthrob or like early 2000s. Yeah, there's something about him that's very, like, floppy, and he's got kind of, like, you know, like, watery eyes in, like, a good way. Do you know what I mean? And like uh, He's kind of got, like, a Milo Ventimiglia thing going on, but kind of not. Like, Like he he would be a friend of older brother Eric on a later season of Boy Meets World. That's how I see him. He's, like, a Jordan Catalano type, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There we go. Kind of. But, like, not... But you know what? I mean, no, I will say he's like a Jordan Catalano type because it's like one of those people that like once you get to know them, you're like, oh, oh, that's it. OK, Um, you know, like what did what did Gabby say? I've got it. Oh, he's kind of too cool for school, which I usually hate. But Johnny can pull it off. Like, I think that's a pretty good description of what he seems like. But he's he's like really shy. He's right. Don't you think? I think he mm-hmm. seems like very shy. Um, and okay. So they do this like Bruges beer bath and stuff and they drink the bath water, which is like kind of gross. Um, but my favorite part is when Johnny salt bays Gabby. Did you catch that? Oh yeah. He did like the salt bay hand. I was like, all right. Um, and I do think this will be, this is like the, Johnny's just not necessarily my type. So like, I'm just having a hard time seeing it because you know personally i'm just like eh. um but one thing that i thought was really sweet and super sad is when he was like uh i was dating someone and then i kind of showed her who i really was like all of me and then she like left and i was like <laughs> oh no it made me so sad because because he kind of made it sound like he wants to find someone to be weird with you know, mm-hmm. whatever weird is for him. And he just felt like once he started to be more like vulnerable and quirky and maybe kind of silly, she didn't like that. And and I do think that they were being really silly the whole date. And that was really nice. And I do think they match each other's energy well. So, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see it. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a good date overall. What do you think about Johnny? I think he's like a good dude. Yeah, he's fine. I, I don't I don't think he's he's not endgame material. I, I, I like the intrigue of late nineties, early two thousands, Tiger Beat Heartthrob. Uh, but I just I, I don't see him as an end player. I've been wrong before, but I just I don't know. He's been too much of a background guy for the for the rest of, of the season and I'm glad he's hanging around, but eh, that's about it. I mean, sometimes those background ones, though, all of a sudden pop up. I always think about Catherine that way, you know, in Sean's mm-hmm. season. Like, we didn't see her the whole first half of the season. And then I was like, wait, who's she? And then all of a sudden they're married and they are still married. It's like, what? Well, what happened? Um, oh, let's see. I said this part is boring. Oh, 
but the men are getting a little confrontational. I just, I like basically stopped taking notes at the end because I thought it was boring. So <laughs> I have no notes outside of why are they doing the rose ceremony with like a pool in between, basically. And then wasn't that, wasn't there a pool? And I was like, are they going to jump into the pool? What's happening here? No, yeah, I, I have literally no idea. Do you, did you see that? Did I hallucinate that? You I've been in a lot of pain that. the last few days and, uh, I just that is like not I'm a pain hallucination. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I saw a pool and I wanted them, I wanted them to jump into it. Like, okay, you, you're cut. So you have to go in the pool, but then like nothing happened with the pool. So I was like, could have been more fun. Um, let's see. So they do the rose ceremony and we've got god i mean there wasn't a lot to cover on this episode am i missing something major no it it was so logan heavy yeah that that's about it like the, all the logan stuff takes up basically the first half of the whole episode and then <laughs> the stink of that just kind of carries over and then rachel's date gets canceled and then we've got you know the the other group and that's it and and really that's there's not that much to it it, it feels like a a kind of a truncated episode by the time we get to the rose ceremony. Okay. It makes me feel better. Cause I'm like, we're like 30 minutes in and I'm like, yeah, I don't really have a lot more to add about this. And I'm like, what else could we talk about in bachelor nation? Um, so, all right. So we get to the rose ceremony. Gabby picks, um, Jason, uh, who did I miss? Um, Jason, I had Jason, Eric and Logan, and I don't know who I missed there. Um, but I literally gasped when she said Logan. I really didn't think it. I, I thought she was going to. Oh, now I'm trying to think of who she was. I, I thought she was going to pick. The way, the way they, like the production was just drumming it up. I, I was just like, oh God, she's going to pick Logan. She's going to pick Logan. Now here's Wait. the question I have for you. Okay, okay. I'm still trying to remember who I thought she was going to pick instead of Logan though. Oh, Mario. I was surprised Mario. she didn't pick Mario. I was super yeah. surprised. Well, and I the gasped. other guys thought so too. Because they were like, yeah. oh, she's going to pick Mario. Yeah, like I was like, well, Mario's a deadlock, so like this is not dramatic. She's not gonna pick Logan, and I was like so mm. shocked because I feel like they tease. Okay, this is what it was. Um, they teased Mario like all season. Didn't he even get like a little bit of a special segment at the beginning of the sh season? It just seemed like he there was going to be more Mario on the show, and I yeah. kept being like, I can't wait till we get to know more about Mario. He seems like a nice guy. Well, you'll learn a lot on Bachelor in Paradise. Is he going to be on there? I mean, I was. I don't I know. Would assume. Probably. He seems like the like the type that would be on Bachelor in Paradise. Like he's got a good mm -hmm. personality. He's outgoing, and he wouldn't say no to doing that. So, um, but yeah, I was like totally shocked. I was. I actually got tricked because I was like, he like Logan just like skating through this, and he, God, this is going to give him such an overinflated ego. Like mm -hmm. he can he can really do this in real life. And the sad thing is he will be able to. Yeah. I mean, he kind of has, and he will. And also if we look throughout the, the history of the show, uh, these guys that kind of insert themselves as, as interlopers on other people's seasons tend to do pretty well, I think. And do you, so my question for you is, do you think we have like a Katie Blake type situation where, you know, oh. Logan's coming in He's going to, you know, just weasel his way in and the intrigue of Logan will be enough to carry him to the finals. Well, what we do know 
well, what we might know is there was like some kind of teasing about something happening with him and that he had to go, but that could have been really, really choppy editing. But do you mm-hmm. remember that? I do. Um, I do recall that. And there was, and then somebody is going to tell Gabby that like, they don't think that they can love her. And then there's like one other negative thing that happens with, Rachel, I think, near the end with somebody. It feels like there's a okay, so speaking of Katie and how mm-hmm. much of a shit show the end of her season was, it kind of feels like a lot of that stuff's gonna happen on this show. And I'm just kinda like, is anybody gonna be left at the end? Or is everybody just like going down in flames? What is happening? Yeah, and and I would say, fellas, if you're out there listening, if you're on the Bachelorette. And in three out of five episodes, the woman you are pursuing has broken down in tears and said, I just don't know if anyone can love me. I don't think it's a good idea to tell her, I don't think I can love you. Like, let's think of a different way to phrase that. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like it's picking at a wound and uh, that's Mm -hmm. not cool. I really, you know, I was like looking at Logan's Instagram pictures because I was like, maybe he looks better on Instagram. And I'm like, nah. No, I'm sorry. I just don't see it, but okay. Um, you know, and he's like, oh, here's a picture of me with a baby. You know, like, <laughs> okay. Whatever, Logan. Yeah, whatever. Like, I just don't get it. Like, where no. does he get all this? Guy? Again, he ruined this. I was so upset about the, the Loganing of the, of the first half of this episode. I could barely focus through the end. I was just, just cramming potato chips into my open maw and and complaining the weird thing is i feel like he looked he looks better in some of his older instagram pictures where he's got longer hair and he's clean shaven because it's a little like mcconaughey like but like Mm -hmm. the look he's got going on right now i just don't think it's doing him any favors like i actually see the appeal in the old photos and like right now like his hair and his facial it's just like not working, but a lot, but a lot of the older ones are like very all right, all right, all right. So I don't know. Um, so Rachel um has uh picks Zach and Tyler and Ethan w- over Meatball, which oh, rude. heartbreaking. I mean, I the so most s- obvious choice ever, but heartbreaking. Yeah, I know, but you know, like. Okay, maybe Ethan's a good kisser because I feel like she didn't, she hasn't like interacted with Ethan at all. And then all of a sudden it was like he kind of came out of nowhere, at least in my perception. And they're like making out and stuff. And I was like, what did you have you talked to Ethan? Because I don't think I've seen it on camera. Um, But he is an advertising executive. So, you know, don't trust advertising executives, clearly. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like Ethan and Meatball both had no chance in hell, and they were just, you know, hanging on by circumstance, essentially, and because they seem like all-around nice guys. And Ethan got the first kiss out of the two of them. So it was like, okay, unless Meatball can really steal a smooch here, there's he's done. He's done. And he did not, in fact, steal a smooch. I'm going to tell you one thing about Ethan. Um is he said he's the king of Monopoly, and now I just like would really like to beat him in Monopoly. Because <laughs> I get what well, do you have like eight hours to finish a game? <laughs> uh, I get very competitive with Monopoly, and uh, I would really like to challenge him on that. But he also likes crispy hash browns at brunch, which I like wouldn't fight him on. 
No, but that's, he loves I mean, Entourage. Like, what a weird show to love watching. Yeah, what year is it? That. <laughs> so, well, you know, it's like, oh, well, I can't say Mad Men because that's too on the nose. So mm-hmm. I'll say Entourage. That's what Entourage. that feels like, right? You know what I mean? The time Traveler from 2011. Um, he. Does have a picture posing with a bunch of donuts, so I like that. And um, I just saw a picture of him shirtless and like thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think he's a sweet guy, but we haven't like seen him at all, you know. No. So I'm just not. I'm just not sure. Um, but now I'm looking through his Instagram, and I'm like, well, I'm glad we'll get to know him a little bit better. Maybe he'll get a one-on-one, and then we'll actually get to know him and then I'll go on paradise. Um, let's see. So they're going to Amsterdam next. And oh, who? wait, who called whom a baby back bitch? Did someone call Tino a baby back bitch? There's yeah, like a preview. I can't wait. I can't wait. Tino honestly. got mad because he saw some, well, I mean, in the way it was edited, Tino got mad because he saw one of the other guys making out with Rachel, uh, which I guess ties to, his current arc of I can't deal with the bachelorette. And then someone called him a baby back bitch, which what does that even mean? Back bitch. I was like, what a line. Yeah. Um, It's like a Chili's commercial. (laughs) I want my baby back, baby back, baby back bitch. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, who says baby back bitch? Like, (laughs) I don't know, man. That's pretty funny to me. Yeah. Um, Oh, lather him up in barbecue sauce. I think I found Ethan's LinkedIn. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing to do is go on people's LinkedIn. Um, Yeah. So he's an account executive at Amazon advertising. An account executive. That, that doesn't seem like a very high. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's, that's like entry level. So when they say that he's an advertising executive, yeah, yeah, I guess it's, he's an entry level person at Amazon, but yeah. (laughs) There's no way. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at his okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is no 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 no. Marketing intern, <laughs> account exec people don't understand. Advertising executive, you would think like VP or above. Yeah. When you hear advertising executive, you think you're a VP or above. And and either you um you know are running your own place, so like you can call yourself the founder, CEO, whatever. Um, or yeah, like you've somehow climbed up the ladder really fast, but he's, I mean, cause he's pretty young, right? Like when did he mm-hmm. graduate? Um, I love oh, graduating probably like 2016. Yeah. 2016. Yeah. So again, and yeah, account executive. So, so for those of you who don't know, account executives are really just like, what would you call it? Like relationship managers. Like they, generally are the ones who are going to manage the relationship with the client and and have about two years of experience yeah like you could you could have that relationship like you could have that job for a long time but then usually your title changes um and usually you go from like managing accounts to managing people who manage accounts (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know because i started in accounts and then i moved to like social um, so I know the account side, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of funny. Um, the Chirons are always funny, but, 
But, Gosh. you know, he did go from account representative to account representative too. <laughs> so he went from like, like to account the babyest entry level yeah. to like kind of entry level. And at level, least yeah. he doesn't have like a cringy title, you know, like wizard yeah. or something like that. So that's like, true. you know, that's, he's got that going for him. But yeah, anyway, so um, Ethan, if you're listening, I'm sorry for shading your LinkedIn profile, but not that sorry. Yeah, Um, I'm I'm just saying like you're pumping yourself up a little, bro. (laughs) I never know, you know, with that stuff. It's like, are you did you pick the title, you know, or did they like do you give them options? How does that work? Uh, Bachelor Nation, if someone's listening who knows the answer to this. For like the Chirons, because I feel like for the most part, the producers pick them. But is there like a list that they start with to suggest like, oh, you could describe me in this way. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very curious. Very curious. Um, Let's see. Any other Bachelor Nation news in the last minute or so? Um, I don't know. If None that anything. I know of. Apparently, Pete and Kelly were spotted together. Ooh. So we're going on that roller coaster again, maybe. Um, uh, the Jilly Box is going to probably be here in the next week or two. Yes, so Jilly Box. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so I've been getting emails from from Jilly uh, and sounds like it's shipping out next week. So very, very excited about that. There, I do want to check out Celebrity Family Feud because did you see that Bachelor Nation was on Celebrity Family Feud? Oh, I um, did not. Grocery Store Joe, Michelle Young, Becca Kufrin, Serena. Um, and I like that it says and more because I'm pretty sure Thomas was on there and they didn't include him on the title. <laughs> he just gets an and more. I love it. Shady. Um and then, uh, oh, Ashley and Jared got married, I, which I feel like happened a million years ago. But I guess they oh. just got married. Well, shit. Yeah. So, um, and they got married in Rhode Island because they, are, are they still living with, like, one of their sets of parents? Because remember, they, like, they were, like, we moved in with our parents, like, during, like, the pandemic. And they're, like, and it's really awkward. <laughs> it's, like, hard yeah. to bang. <laughs> <laughs> but now they have a kid right don't they have a kid and then they got married uh i'm try. i i know i know they're married but i don't know if they have a, chi- a child or not i thought they huh. did or i thought they were trying or something well because i know she's been talking about like fertility and stuff um do they have hmm. a kid oh baby here we go yeah they have a baby um oh, they had nice. a kid they had a kid in may yeah i thought they did um it's so weird to think about them being together and married and with a kid. All the crying that she did over him. And that, like, <laughs> they, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just think about, that was, like, so, that was one of the hardest things to watch. Like, Ashley crying over anything is a lot. <laughs> and over Jared, it just happened so much. And it's like, I really wonder what changed his mind sometimes. Like, because he he, I mean, he's obviously in it for the long haul, and they do sure. really seem to love each other. And I'm just like, but well, how did that come up? <laughs> and this is this is the way of the batch. Like sometimes you can see a bad relationship from a mile away, and other times you think something's going to crash and burn, and against all odds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm still sad about Carly and Evan. I'm not going to lie. That shit still bums me out to this day. Oh, oh. Anyway, uh, okay, that's it for this week. I think. Uh, 
And listen, I'm going to say something that, well, I'm just going to say next week might be very interesting, might be exciting. You might want to make sure that you tune in. So that's all I'm going to say for now. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. It's wild out there. It is wild out there. So just be safe. Okay? Yeah, don't do needle drugs, please. Please. (laughs) That's that's nice to be polite. (laughs) 